Karibu AMG Realtors. We have specialized in selling of land across the country in areas like Nanyuki, Naivasha, Nakuru, Juja, Kagunda Road, Malindi and the Abadeas. Contact us today for land investment solutions and have your title deed delivered within 60 days upon completion of payment. SMS AMG to 402 or call us on plus 254-748-229-941. AMG Realtors, we don't just deal in land, we deal in value. Thank you so much, Kathy, for being here and for joining today's podcast. How are you? I'm absolutely fine. The weather here is fantastic, so feeling at the top of the world. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're welcome. Anytime. We always feel welcome. We always feel happy when people come from all over the world and connect on the same platform because we know that social audio is growing and this is one of the ways we can connect with people outside. Even though we're so far away, we can still feel like we're close in as well. So I thank you so much. Yeah. It would be nice to know more about you, who are you, what you do, and just give us a little introduction about yourself. Sure. So, uh, non-oval communication or body language as we call it, that's my passion. Uh, my name is Kathy Bhatt uh, and uh, I am the founder of Simply Body Talk and Cupids, two different brands, but both focusing on how we can use non-verbal communication to bring out the best versions of people, be it senior managers or be it children and parents. So that's me in the crux and uh, you know, we're basically trying to reach out to people everywhere across the world and let them know that you know, if you feel that in the digital world, the essence of non-mobile communication is going to get lost, then that's absolutely not correct. I mean, the lesser the face-to-face interactions we are going to be having, the more it's going to be important that we understand people for who we are. And that's basically where we can actually use body language to, you know, make more sense of what people are feeling and thinking about. Yeah, that's that's a really good one. Yeah, I think so too, because entrepreneurship is very... It's very, what's the word? It's very competitive because everybody has something to give, everybody has something to offer, but not everyone has the same skill, not everyone has the same style, you know. So there are different things that you bring to the table. So for entrepreneurs, how do you see them, you know, build their body language when it comes to connecting with new people and also returning people or returning customers? How do you see the difference between the two? Yeah, so I, put, I think for entrepreneurs, the uh, challenge is they have to do multiple roles at the same time, right? Not just uh, understanding people uh, when they're connecting with, say, clients or even when they're forming their own teams. They have to be able to understand people, their personalities, because only if you know you can gel well with people can you actually work well together. So from that perspective, then when they go to networking events and within seconds you have to you know, leave that impression so that when you follow back with people, they are open to listening in to you. To maybe finding investors if you are actually a startup and looking to get funded. So you need to make that impression on the investors and you know make them understand that you as a team is properly wanted. So different kind of aspects that come with entrepreneurship and in all of them, it's very, very important that you A, make that right impact on people and we understand what people are thinking or feeling so that you know that proper connect can be made 
Yeah. I think so too. You know, there are different types of body languages as well. You know, how do people identify them? Because, you know, when you hear body language, you're like, oh, okay. You know, it, that's what I just did. That's also a form of expression. But how does someone detect those things when they are, it's, it makes sense to them and they also can respond back? Right. So uh, if we, you know, look at body language, obviously there are a lot of personality-based or culture-based differences that exist. But there are a few basic things that you can keep in mind. Uh, I mean, see, the way nonverbal communication has evolved, it's not something that's, you know, recent. It's more dated than the language. So from that perspective, you know, when we were apes living in jungles, that's when we started using nonverbal communication. So the idea is anything that we are trying to, you know, signal, our body is always communicating what we are thinking or feeling. So either the body is going to say that this person is comfortable, confident, or it's going to tell you that this is a person who's not feeling so comfortable or they are not really, you know, in the moment, not enjoying, not liking it, or they need to be comforted. So broadly, you can identify these two things. And once you get a sense of which one it is, you can make more sense of, you know, what do you want to go about it. So that's, you know, body language in a very, very brief uh, crux. And wherever you are, most of us, that's how we, you know, behave so when you are feeling comfortable or confident you want to open yourselves up you want to bring yourselves closer you want to remove things in between you know the two of you that's how it goes and when you're not feeling that comfortable you want to kind of either close inwards or move away or you know start orienting yourself in a different way or you start comforting yourself in different manners like you know probably rubbing your hands or rubbing your uh, you know cheeks different things so once you understand, you know, these two differences that when somebody is comfortable and you know, settle down, how do they look like? And when somebody is not feeling that uh, good or confident or comfortable, what do they look like? So then you start looking for these things in a conversation. So probably, you know, when I would have interacted with you in the first two minutes, I would understand, okay, this is how you, you know, behave or this is how you settle down or this is how you respond when you like an answer or when you think that I can you know maybe elaborate a bit more so then I look for those cues as we go ahead that's how it works that you know you have to be uh, communicating with people looking at their body language and also be using the right body language to connect with them and if I see that you know you're not feeling that good about something then I need to tweak not just what I'm saying but even the way I'm putting it across to you Mm. It's a lot of things, but you know, with practice, uh, we get it, and a lot of us are actually very good at it, very, very naturally. Yeah, now that I'm even thinking about it too, you know, this begins right from an early stage, from an early age too. You know, when you think about children, when they connect, when they are playing, when they are crying, you know, they are connecting and they don't know what they are doing, but they are expressing themselves. So, how does someone that didn't know what they were expressing? understand or conceptualize it so that it doesn't feel like this is what I'm used to or this is who I am or this is what I need to change how does someone become adaptable because some people this is all they know this is all they do they don't want to switch they don't want to turn you know how do they transform how do they become you know what's what I'm looking for how do they become flexible okay yeah so the key to all of 
this is that you know you have to be a good listener when i say listener it's not just listening into what somebody is saying to the verbal communication yeah. but also through their body language because a lot of times we are all so eager to put our point across that we sometimes fail to you know see what's coming from the other side as well and this can get more challenging when there's not one person i have to look at but you know a lot of people sitting on a table or when you are doing a group conversation etc so the idea is you know to look for those cues that are coming from people see if they are okay with what you are saying comfortable not comfortable and then you can respond accordingly you can tweak yourself accordingly because the thing is see if you are not going to be flexible then somewhere probably today you will make your point across and today you will get what you want but it's not a long lasting uh, you know relationship that you can establish so i'll give you an example okay. for example in negotiations right people feel that if you are intimidating and you you show that kind of right kind of power then you can get what you want but there's a lot of research which says that you know if you spend more time in actually genuinely trying to connect and establish a relationship with the other party and also you know understand their cues and put across what you are feeling into the negotiation then that helps you to establish something that lasts a much longer time than that small deal which you might have won at the moment so that's it for you that you know not being flexible is really not the answer you really want to focus on other the other person's body language understand what they are all about and especially when the uh, you know the words and the body language are not matching so then you have to understand or try and understand why is it not matching is it that you know you're trying to be polite and you know not let me down because you feel that you know this is somebody who is you know enthusiastic and speaking so i should let her speak or is it because you have something else which is lined up and that's why you know you are saying something but you are meaning something else so just giving an example so once we understand these things we can respond better and understand what is it that we need to do so that we can connect and you know build those relations with people around us yeah i think the listening part that you mentioned is very important and key in relationships too because when you're listening you're listening to their body cues you're listening to those you know non-verbal cues as well because it really brings it makes you want to respond back in a way you know if you feel happy you respond back happy if you feel sad you respond in a sad way but at the same time some people don't know whether you're sad sarcastic happy confused you don't know what what to do so is there a way that you can listen and also not over listen if there's a word like that so that you don't go across or act like oh i know what you're saying before you speak okay yeah obviously i mean uh, see there's a lot of research which proves that you know the more you listen to people the better it is because you know the other person feels heard yeah. but like you're saying you don't want to over listen or you know over interpret what's happening so the best way is you know if i feel that you're feeling so and so then i might just you know call it out if i feel that that's the right response to give uh that you know i feel that you are distracted is there something else that you want to attend to and then we get back instead of you know cutting the conversation because i feel that you are not listening it so that's the way to look at it right and when it comes to the over listening part so most of us are good at interpreting people 
emotions so we are bonding bond with the basic uh, you know interpretation of emotions etc then over time with experience we learn to make more accurate uh, decisions about what's actually happening what's not happening so the idea is the first thing is you have to be able to look at people and look at everything that's in front of you now sadly somewhere you know uh, in the uh, field of body language facial expressions are given way too much weightage mm. right? so if you are just focusing on that bit and then feeling that uh, you know i thought that uh, my friend was feeling down and that's why i interrupted them because i knew that anyway they are not listening to me then did you look at the entire body language and understand or were you just focusing on that face and that's how you interpreted it so the thing is you have to get the entire science correct you know you have yeah. there's a systematic way of understanding people through their body language you get get that accurately and then you see what you want to do about it is it a right moment to call out and you know ask the person is it a good idea to not you know put that emotion into the picture so for example i feel that my friend like in the last example he he was feeling sad so do i want to bring it up now because he anyway sad so maybe i can you know distract him divert him go into another topic then i feel that you know now he's settling back so probably i could go back to that topic which i felt was making him sad and then if i feel the moment is right then probably i could ask him more about it so that's how you you know read people make sense of what you want to do do you want to talk about the subject do you want to distract them do you want to come back to that topic all of that and people's body language that gives you that cue supposing you bring a topic up and you feel that the person is not feeling that comfortable because you brought the topic up then you will get that cue that you know it's not a good idea to you know over listen to the person sitting across it's better to just move on and you know take up the next conversation and that's how you can probably respond So how do you transition from that point? Like you meant that was a very good point you mentioned. How do you transition from that shaky point to a more relaxed state because you have to say something or do something to switch the mood. So how does someone transition from okay, sorry, I didn't know you were going to get offended to what what are you thinking? You know, how does someone transition easily without feeling offended? Okay so uh, i mean see uh, somewhere your uh, the way you are putting yourself across yeah. that matters so your body language matters but along with that what you are saying also has a weightage right it's not just that we communicate in sign language or we just looking at each other's body language and making sense of the conversation right. so the idea is uh, the first thing i do is i introspect is it me that's doing it to my friend or is it him with a mood or a baggage that is brought in into the conversation mm. so if you know i had brought in a subject and i saw that the person across has started becoming uncomfortable with it then i know that okay this it was probably the topic that i brought in yeah. or the way i was talking about it so my body language which was the root cause of this right so that's how you understand or if the person is bringing in a mood into the conversation then you know about it because you know what your friend generally behaves like feels like responds like and today is different yeah right so that's the first point that you first make sense of why this person is feeling in a different kind of mood and then you could if it's you if it's your conversation or your body language then you can obviously correct it but if you feel that the mood had come from somewhere else then you can gradually you know 
bring in a few topics which you feel are probably a common interest or something that's not too related to the person so not a very personal kind of topic you bring in something a little less personal and once you see the person gradually opening up right so again the verbal and the non verbal communication will give you that cue so for example your friend was not responding at all he was sitting with a slouched shoulders or you know not even smiling back not maintaining any eye contact maybe his body was turned away from you then you see him that at least he started nodding back or at least he started maintaining a little eye contact so that tells you that you know he is somewhere started to warm up to the conversation so you know you are on the right path but if he continues to you know not respond at all then you know okay this is not a topic that's going to work maybe i can switch to another topic and try if you try three four times different topics and nothing works then you know that probably this is definitely not the right time to ask questions <laughs> then you can probably just start out with your own story or do something that's uh, you know similar yeah because when we do a similar activity that tunes us into the same uh, you know mindset so maybe you know that your friend enjoys a cup of ice cream so just get two cups of ice cream you both eat together nobody speaks anything and suddenly you know you tune in and your friend will start opening up so mm. these are different you know non verbal techniques that you can try out and most of the times they work unless you know it's an extreme case that we are talking about then it's probably the best to just leave let it be and you know go back to the person at a later stage Yeah, I think so too. You know, one of the things that also caught my attention when you were saying this was the eye contact part. You know, some okay. people can't maintain eye contact for more than 5 seconds because they don't know how to react. Their body will be jittery. They won't feel like they're not addressing the point. Even when you're doing business, you want to talk to the person and have that eye contact to show that you're in tune. You know, so how does someone who does not know how to maintain eye contact begin to start maintaining eye contact? Okay so when we talk about eye contact there are one or two you know popular myths which exist one is that you know you have to keep continuing to look into somebody's eyes and keep talking now this can get a little threatening for the person sitting across from you as well so the idea is that you know you don't really want to keep on maintaining eye contact all the time it's very natural it's very normal to break eye contact for some time and come back to the person especially when you are trying to gather your thoughts yeah. that's absolutely fine okay but if you are talking about somebody who is very shy who don't know or they are you know doing business for the first time and they feel a little intimidated maybe because the person they are going to meet is a little powerful or they are not very sure about what is the content they want to talk about it's highly possible yeah. so with practice and skill we all become naturally confident but probably in those first few meetings you need a little help with you know what to do mm. in those case case there are two or three techniques which you can try one of them is that you know you don't look at the person but you do this this part on the forehead where you can focus right so Uh, that's one place where the person will feel that you're looking very close but you know you don't have to look into their eyes mm. and the other technique is to look away at the eye level so again the idea is that you know you look not looking down you're not looking away but you're looking just next to the person at their eye level but not maintaining eye contact because what can probably be the reason why you're not maintaining eye contact is because you want to gather your thoughts 
but the person who's sitting across they should not feel that you're not interested or you're looking less confident so when you try any of these two techniques that generally just works mm, i like what you said about looking at the head the forehead and also mm. looking directly at them but past them now if yeah. somebody tries that and they, they're trying it in the moment will it look weird or would they have to practice it before they do it <laughs> See, any kind of you know body language changes that you want to bring about yeah. i always always recommend people that you know the safest place to try is your friends and family and if you want to try it on in your business environment then you do it in uh, you know situations that are not very high stakes mm. so maybe in your everyday conversations you can try these things out because uh, you know if you look at the entire body there are so many different things which are there so once you start focusing if you feel that oh i need to correct a b c and d and you're trying to do everything at the same time it's not going to happen right so the best thing is that you know you take up any one thing so if you feel that okay today i want to try and you know improve my eye contact try it out in those conversations which are not very very you know high stakes so for example when you're having your food together with your colleagues or in your daily meetings that you're having with people who know you for uh, who you are on a daily basis right so you try it out there with practice you just become naturally good at it because there's no point in trying to remember what you want to do with your body language and what do you want to speak how do you want to respond to what somebody is asking all in the moment it's not possible so the idea is that you know with practice you just naturally change the way you behave and the way you respond so that it just becomes a natural part of you so after um, enough practice you will be able to maintain eye contact no matter who is sitting across you and then you wouldn't really have to think about these things yeah i think so too and that also goes into relationships too with like significant others as you're connecting with them you know both in person also on phone even text messages yes. you know the way you send them text message also can change the mood you know you don't know how to you may say something but the tone of how you say it can change the whole idea of what you are planning to say so Absolutely. yeah so how does someone you know consider those things when they are texting do they do they have to read the text out loud to feel like you know how do they do it so that they don't feel like oh oh, oh sorry <laughs> Okay, so uh, what I would say is, uh, though text is not really my forte, but you know, sometimes it's possible that especially those who don't know you well. Mm -hmm. So you know, when you are texting to your friend, they generally know that okay, when you speak, uh, see you soon, you really mean see you soon. You don't mean that you know I really don't want to see you. <laughs> so that's the thing, right? So uh, unless people really know you, it's best to elaborate it so that there are no. communications at all yeah. and if you feel that you know what you've written could be misinterpreted then you can always say the help of the emojis with that right again a little non verbal but that's the best way to do it because you don't want to you know be taken in the wrong way yeah so that's all i would say because anything that you feel that you know this is a important conversation now we have video calls you know video chats they are not that difficult to have right you just switch on a button and you're sitting face to face it's the best technique i mean I, that's what i would suggest to anybody who feels that you know there's an important conversation that you have to do mm. even if for example you know your daughter or your son is asking you that I can I go over to my friend's place and you feel that you know you don't you want to deny it I mean if it's a daily thing it's a different thing but 
generally if you say a yes and you feel that okay today if i say a no my child might get very disappointed because they were really looking forward to it then it's best to just you know do that video call and talk to them and tell them that you know i don't mean bad and you also look at their reactions if you feel that those reactions are you know too extreme then you can probably promise them something and obviously you have to live up to it but you know you can promise them something to make the disappointment a little less yeah so the idea is always you know to be able to check the other person's response especially when it's very important yeah that's a good one i thank you for mentioning that because when you said like see you soon it's like bye but it's not it's not bad it's just an act of saying it so i think the body language also affects that because even your body language affects how you text it affects how you respond you may be having a bad day and then you just spill it over to everybody around you or you may be happy yeah. and you don't know how to control it you know so those are the things i think that are very important so if there's one thing that you want to leave with the audience and let them know what would it be on you know mastering body language techniques so what i would say is uh, you know one thing if you ask me it's going to be that you know when you are talking to people please leave your phones aside and actually talk to them because that's what i have seen as becoming a part of every conversation you know we are trying to multitask all the time so i am trying to check my text and i am saying that okay yeah yeah you go on i'm listening to you and this is how i want to you know respond but it doesn't work like that right so you need to actually be in the moment with the person when you are actually communicating with them and always remember that you know body language is a two way communication and the way you are responding could be because of something that you're bringing into the conversation so some emotion from a different uh, conversation altogether but it can also be because of the way i am coming across mm. right so you need to be a little careful over there and introspecting yourself is always a good idea right so what am i feeling like you mentioned sometimes we have a different emotion and we bring it into another conversation so if i'm attending to my own body and the way it's signaling to me i will get a sense of you know what am i feeling in the moment because the more we you know progress into a digital era emotional intelligence is going to be more and more important so understanding yourself is more important than understanding others as well right so to get a sense of what you are feeling at a moment your own body language can really help you a lot so these are the two three things that you know in the digital era we all want to remember one is you leave the phone aside when you are having important conversations with people second is that you know you are responding not just to what you are feeling but also to who i am and what i am you know doing into the moment and the third one is that you know uh, we kind of you know uh, i forgot what i was saying yeah Third thing is that we, uh, I lost it. So let's just leave it at two. Yeah. Okay, two is good. Two is better than none. Yeah. So you cut that off. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. Okay. Thank you so yeah. much for for giving me this insight because it really helps a lot of people who are listening, you know, to learn more about how to do body language better, how to respond better, how to become more in tune with conversations, especially the phone part, because we're living in a society yeah. where phones are everywhere. So. You, you yeah. back 20 years ago that was not a problem you know but now it's it's all over the place so thank you so much for highlighting that cuz i know going forward it's only getting more and more advanced 
you know yeah that's a really good one so i appreciate it if there's any way they can reach out to you you know let's say they want to connect with you what are the ways that are possible that they can be able to reach out um, and reach out to you you know individually yeah, sure. or corporately yeah sure so i'm there on linkedin as kathy but and uh, we have a website which is simplybodytalk.com so we have a lot of interesting articles on body language we keep on analyzing different personalities uh, news that are in the moment and also how to read body language more systematically we have online courses as well but if you just want to understand body language to start out with i think you can just visit our website lots of free stuff lots of free downloads and uh, that's pretty much it we are on all social media handles as simply body talk just look it up and you will find us there definitely and it will also be available in the description for you as well as usual so that people can be able to tap in and listen while they're listening to you and also communicate so i really thank you so much katie for being here and i look forward to bringing you back onto the stage again thank you for giving me the chance to talk you're thank welcome. you so much anytime you had wonderful questions and i wish you all the best with your podcast thank you so much i appreciate it thank you see you